found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Dale is off uh, for a few days this week through Wednesday. He'll be back Thursday. I'm Alan James in his stead. And, uh, you know, whenever I appear on Tidbits, which... Is an absolute honor, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's a total honor. What a what a privilege. Yeah, um, I'm rarely on this side. Usually on the yeah, Matthew Paul, over here. Yeah. yeah, the Matthew Paul side. So it's nice to be here and, and to be a, a guest on the on the podcast as well. And we know the podcast is growing and it's a popularity for those who can't miss tidbits. Right? They're out there. They are there. You can get it at any of your favorite podcast locations. It's a great thing. But always best heard live. Absolutely. On these two radio stations out of Logan's Port. Tax day today. Don't forget that if you haven't uh, sent the money in yet. I guess postmark today is okay for the IRS? Or yeah, you... we've already sent ours in. We yeah. owed this year. Oh, we owed. We, we, we always owe. <laughs> and it's going to get worse because we lose our last child oh. deduction after oh. this year. So it's like I keep looking at my kids thinking that I'm like, oh, the countdown is on. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I know yeah. my parents did the exact same thing to me. So it's all if good. You, if your grandkids spend, you know, they should like enough time at your home, like a, a threshold, then you, you should be able to count them too. Yeah. I know you don't have to think about that. But Not yet. No. Yeah. Count the grandkids if you have them more than. <laughs> 10 days a year. <laughs> there you go. 10 days. There you, go. you have 10 days. <laughs> so it's uh, kind of El Bizarro world outside this morning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, You know what? In, I'm driving to work, and it wasn't snowing yet. And then as it started, I'm going, this is freaky. It is. Into the headlights. <laughs> I was like, what month is this? Did I wake up in November? It what is, is snowing this? outside like... Christmas Eve in a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> Except it's the day after Easter. It's the weirdest thing. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And what's the line from It's a Wonderful Life and he's running down the boulevard? No, he's <laughs> just so, yelling Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's what it all was. Yeah. Merry Christmas! I have never seen that movie to this day. Oh, it's so I've good. Never. It's so good. So does this put you in the mood to watch it on a day like this? Why not? Put it in, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wake up to that. <laughs> oh, hey, sad news to report. Uh, Liz Sheridan uh, passed away. She was age 93. Now, who is Liz Sheridan? She played Jerry Seinfeld's mom on his great sitcom, Seinfeld, Once Upon a Time. Hmm. But I did not know till I read down further that she was James Dean's lover in the 50s. Whoa. I was like, whoa. Huh. Yeah. So one would have to imagine that she rode around in that little sports car with him, right? Well, you would think. She she had to ride in that thing. Good thing she wasn't riding with him him on that fateful day. Whoa. Was was that a Porsche? A little Porsche? Oh, I don't remember what... Yeah. There's a bunch of car trivia guys are going, no, 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 no. Oh, that was a... Yeah. Well, I can't remember. What's the three-letter British car? MGB? MG. MG. Just MG. Yeah. Yeah. Was it an MG or was it... Yeah, now you're going to look it up, aren't you? But we have the James Dean. Yeah, he was driving a a, uh, Porsche. It is a Porsche. Yeah. 
But we have the James Dean Festival um, here in Indiana. And I'm, I would hope uh, if you go to that, you'll have to drop that little trivia nugget on people. <laughs> Do you know who James Dean's lover was? Liz Sheridan, who was the mom to Jerry Seinfeld. There you go. On the show. She met Dean shortly after his massive Rebel Without a Cause film. Hmm. So there you go. She was a looker. She was a looker, but she was 93 when she passed. How about that? That's a long life fulfilled, I hope. Yep. So uh, it's interesting that the uh, we come away from the pandemic. It seems like every week some of the things that we were forced, to, you know, that were forced upon us, really, how we're trying to separate ourselves out of that and that's this uh zoom call thing yes zoom calls uh <laughs> we we never really at least we didn't practice that here because we worked we mm-hmm. came to the station through through the entire ordeal we're thinking then we were here baby that's right and i always uh, appreciated the fact when People that people felt safe here because when they would walk in, they'd have a mask on, and then after they were here, they'd take their mask off. Right. Only only very few people kept their mask on when they visited the radio station. So and, we, we, and we pass no judgment either way. No. Whatever and, made you feel comfortable. Right. We say you're okay. We. I mean, we, the distance between people and microphones here is 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 a was we always always within that a social distancing. Yeah. Thing. So so. Apparently, there are people who are suffering from the choppy video and and the the bad connections, and a Zoom nightmare has developed where people are shouting on Zoom calls and, and they're just getting into this, you know, exaggerated gestures to compensate for all the poor quality that they're f- suffering from on these Zoom calls. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay. <laughs> so we're trying to, you know, get back to the to a new normal, which is hopefully not with Zoom calls. And I mean, you want to do this off mic? Yeah, man, we got that <laughs> new idea for the morning show over there. Can you hear me? Why are you shouting? Why are you shouting at me? <laughs> well, I don't know. You're you keep fading out. You know, I it's funny because I, in my other jobs away from radio, sure, I had to do a lot of Zoom meetings in various capacities, and I I taught a class on Zoom, and I would find myself talking so loud. Yeah, well, there like, you go. I, just, I don't know. It was I don't know what the deal was, but I just didn't feel like I could talk normal. Like, I had to sit here and shout for an hour at these people. And they're probably like, gosh, why is he so loud? Why is he yelling at us? Well, according to researchers, they say it's a natural human response to making sure you're being heard. Okay. Which also happens in a room full of people, too, you know? Yeah. You start elevating your vocal volume and... I find that all the time when I'm with my family. Oh my gosh, we have 30 people in the same room and it just gets louder and louder and louder. Yeah. So the same thing happens on Zoom when it shouldn't. Right. Shouldn't really be the issue. Okay. 
All right, let's uh, take a break here. It's uh, Tidbits on a Monday morning here on Hoosier Country 103.7 and 102.3 The River. I'm Alan James subbing in for the Maverick. And Matthew Paul will be back after these messages. And uh, good morning to you on this Monday. This is Tidbits. Welcome back. 6.36 on this Monday. Dale is off. Three days this week. He'll be back on Thursday. I'm Alan James with Matthew Paul today. So I was flipping through the channels and caught part of the Bristol race for NASCAR yesterday. Put dirt on the asphalt track at Bristol. Right. It was cool. I mean, I'm sure. I'm it was sure cool was. looking. But as the race went on, they were wearing down, back down to the asphalt. That thing, you know how slippery yeah. asphalt yeah. or any hard surface is when you have sand on it? Man, those cars yeah, were sliding all, all over the place. That's all like a big gimmick thing, right? Like, oh, absolutely. A, a big gimmick thing for NASCAR. I well, mean, sure. Why not? I'm not, and I guess I'm not talking down to it at all. Sure. Like, I'm in, I, I, if you want to, you know, kick something in the gut change things around i'm all for it um but uh but it's a gimmick thing you know well we all love dirt track around here and it's usually sprint cars for sure and if you're not in the lead you're eating dirt (laughs) and they were doing that (laughs) yeah well at bristol it doesn't take long at all to be catching up to the other end of the field so true but they were showing cars that had dirt all over the front of them you know mm-hmm. that's got to wreak havoc on a nascar that's not like a sprint car <laughs> sprint car is built for that right right but i don't think nascar really uh, is no. they but put different tires on them it had to have and uh but guys like jj yaley you know they, they show up to a race like that kyle bush ended up winning which is you know typical <laughs> kyle bush is only I'm, I'm pretty sure he can he can race in anything that has wheels man that's he, true he's, he's like an old-timey you know Foyt Andretti, put him in anything and he'll race it and win. I think he's the closest to old school we've got. Yeah, in NASCAR yeah. now, honestly. But I know a lot of people. Hate love, him. Yeah, I love to hate the guy. That's yeah. for sure. Here's an interesting thing. I, I thought we'd do uh, character development uh, for on-air personalities. <laughs> this is exactly what we need: character development. Yeah, and, and there's just a few uh, subjects that are supposed to be. I suppose we could wax poetically about it. I guess so. Is that what this is? Sure. So the first tip for what what is known as air talent character development is uh, what is something you can talk about in great detail for hours? Food. Food. Your food. Food. (laughs) I think for me it's cars. Yeah. Bore the heck out of most people, I think. Yeah. Now, I'm not like... uh, our good friend Rick Crawley. I'm not like him. <laughs> he just I mean, he Rick, has this like encyclopedia of, of info yeah, in his head. Yeah, I don't have that. But, right. But I research cars all the time. Sure. I, I love technology. I love all the gadgets that can be put on cars. Whenever I buy something, I always buy something that's got lots of gadgets. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I feel I'm being left out of. But there's a lot of people who are like, you know, they don't care. They just want the car to get them from point A to point B. And that's all that matters. Right. Me, I got to go with style, gadgets, and fun. Stop me because I'll go on for hours. <laughs> right. <clears throat> What's the most disturbing secret you're keeping from your family and friends? Why is this air talent Why character you, development? Right. Sounds like a 
Uh, by the way, here's the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the air, I'm going to tell everybody this deep secret mm. that I'm keeping from my family and friends. Right. <laughs> Why would they? I guess that's a real test then, right? I guess so. I don't know. How true are you as an on-air talent? Are you transparent? That's a little bit too. I know that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> hey, we'll 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 plead the fifth. Right. <laughs> what immediately makes you angry? This made me laugh because I'm getting old, and it's like a lot of things make me angry anymore. <laughs> He's becoming cranky, Matt. <laughs> I really am becoming a very angry old man. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm calming down as I get older. There's very little that makes me angry anymore. Politics makes okay, me angry. I, I will tell you what. The thing that immediately makes me mad, and I'm, I'm not making this up, um, is Frost. Frost. What? Yeah. I, I, it's Yesterday, I had to leave, got up, go outside, Easter morning, scraping Frost in my car, immediately, <laughs> immediately angry about it. That's a great test for you on Easter morning. <laughs> frost is just so annoying. Because, like, you know, snow, you can you brush away. It's no big deal. But, but frost is like... And it could be thin or thick. You don't know until you get up on it. A lot of family traditions are to go have an Easter egg hunt yesterday. I wonder how many of those got canceled or... Oh, we still did one. We were outside? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was like 48 degrees when we were out there. <laughs> what do you have that money can't buy? Wow. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, come on. What do I have the money can't buy? You can go here right away. What, what is it? Okay, what is this like? You got to start with your family. I oh, yeah, that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, I mean, like, it's too easy. Oh, it's my family. It's, yes, we know. have to say that. <laughs> it's my family, my wife and right. kids and grandkids. Sure. Money can't buy that. No. Yeah. This is a good one. I love this question. What ruined dating for you? <laughs> we both said marriage. marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Just completely ruined it. I, was, I had a good thing going until I got married. I can't date anymore. No, now there's there's also the uh, you know a lot of marriage therapists will say you still need to date your wife. Like you still need to date your spouse even after marriage. You're supposed to date. Oh, date night type thing. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I do that. Yeah. So, just have vacation. I, my wife have, and I have taken two vacations in a row now without any kids. Mm. That's a blast. Sure, absolute blast. Sure. And my wife was worrying about the empty nest issue. You know, I was like, oh, "What are we going to do? I don't know yeah. if we're going to have any fun." <laughs> I looked at her. I was like, "Really? Yeah. I mean, we dated before, right? Right. And now we date again. I sure. mean." Let's just do it. Yeah. And we've, just, we've taken two vacations last fall and then this spring. There you go. Without any kids, and we had a ball. Last question. Okay. How good are you at admitting when you're wrong? I. This is actually a something I have learned to do over time is if I'm wrong, it's better to just, you know, kind of man up about it and be like, you know what? I was wrong and move on. Like. It's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of inferiority. It's it's a thing. Absolutely. I absolutely prefer being honest. Yep. And I I don't think I always was. I think I had, you know, times where I would tell the white lie, you know, the 
uh, just to protect myself in the moment kind of thing. But it doesn't do any good because eventually you're going to be called out. You're, you know, the truth's going to come out, especially when you're when you're dealing with your spouse, you know. But but I just do it in general. I'm not worried. That's why I don't worry about anything because when you're just being honest, you don't have to worry about your story. You don't have to worry about the truth catching up with you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the story's going to be the same every time you tell it because you're telling the truth, and that's kind of how I roll. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. Uh, so thank you. I, I think we've qualified ourselves to continue to be air talent in, in the there we go. very uh, controversial industry of broadcasting. So now into another tidbit. Uh, we got a piece on a, a student driver who mowed down eight headstones in a cemetery. It wasn't around here, thank oh, goodness. Oh, jeez. So the student crashes into eight headstones, knocking them over. Uh, picture of this is on our computer screen, but you can't see it, but heavily damaged vehicle. Now, there's two interesting things about this that we've not told you yet. Because <laughs> you're automatically thinking student driver. I, I'm like, I have a student driver right Right, now. right, right, right. Well, you're thinking 16. But this driver, with her learner's pit, or pit, per, uh, learner's permit, is 53 years of age. 53? Wow. 53, and a student driver. And look closely at the vehicle nameplate. Oh, Range yeah, Rover. She got herself a Range Rover there. Yeah, so she's out there with her learner's permit, practicing driving, and she ends up <laughs> rolling into a cemetery and mowing down eight headstones in a sixty thousand dollars yeah. SUV. Sixty? <laughs> you kidding me? That's probably a hundred grand yeah, right probably, there. Yeah. The preliminary investigation found that the driver lost control of the vehicle, causing it to strike the headstones. No kidding. I don't think she did it intentionally. <laughs> But I was amazed, you know, when wow. I first thought of the, oh, yeah, some kid. No, no, no. no. no, no. 53. Wow. And, and that is not a crazy thing to see that somebody at that age would just start driving. My mom mm-hmm. didn't start driving till after 30. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a whole generation of, of especially women that were. Actually, and I want to say my mom was even older than that. I bet she was in like 33 or 34. Because I remember I was. I was uh, just before getting my driver's license when she was getting hers. Mm. So I would have been 14 or 15 when she got her license. Mm. So that would have have put her probably more closer to 34, maybe, when she finally got her driver's license. So it doesn't doesn't surprise me. But now, I'm I'm in my late 50s, and for her to be in her early 50s, she'd be about the same age as my wife, actually. But uh, a lot of people i mean think about if you live in a metropolitan area that you don't really need a driver's need license to, yeah. yeah get public transportation yeah. all over the place mm-hmm. it's not that inconceivable that you would find a 53 year old woman just learning how to drive yeah absolutely look out <laughs> look out look out could be worse than a 16 year old <sighs> all right it's uh 6 we've got a what a couple more minutes of, yeah. of the tidbits yeah, we can do one more okay one more you, you, you throw one in. What do you want to do? Um, you can't go wrong with Florida Man. Oh, you're Florida Man guy. You cannot go wrong with Florida Man. So, um, shirtless Florida Man broke into a closed restaurant and helped himself to the desserts, like you do. Uh, 
<laughs> like you do. Like you do. Because it's probably already like in a case ready to go. You know, he doesn't have to like break out the priors and wow. like all that. Uh, security camera shows John Castor. Great of a name is that, John. John Castor, private eye. John um, Castor, shirtless John <laughs> Castor. Doesn't, uh, doesn't he know that no shoes, no shirt, no service? What's up? Uh, burglarizing the Red Red Wing restaurant in Groveland. He broke in through a back porch screen. He had a, he had a small dog in a backpack with him. <laughs> So he's got a yippy dog in a backpack, and um, he ate a cobbler dessert out of a pan while he was in there. Um, he left the restaurant on a bicycle before being arrested. Officials said that while searching uh, Mr. Castor, they found a stainless steel pan filled with cobbler, a lava cake, and a large tub of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> so he made away with all this stuff. Um Here's the thing, though. The items stolen from the restaurant were worth almost $200. Oof. At least it wasn't a felony. What kind of cobbler is that in lava cake and vanilla? That's 200 bucks worth of... What do they charge for a piece? What are they piece? charging? Yeah, what are they charging? That's the retail value. I'm swearing wow. it to you, Sheriff. So, uh, there you go. Get this guy! <laughs> we can't have that. That's funny stuff right there. Yep. All right, folks. 649. Wrapping up tidbits today. Thank you, Matt. All right, see ya. Talk to you later. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.